Day two of Senior Bowl practice is in the books. The GOAT has called it quits again, we think. Sean Payton is going to be back coaching again, and the Saints get a first-round pick. All that and more coming up on tonight's Draft Countdown Podcast. tonight's edition of the draft countdown podcast i'm your co-host brian bosarge rolling solo tonight uh shane had something come up and uh so it's just me just me tonight uh but i want to tell you that we are 84 days 22 hours 58 minutes and 58 seconds 15 seconds away from the 2023 nfl draft and the draft starts in mobile at the senior bowl and that's where i have been uh the last two days straight uh at practice well, not straight, but uh, the last two days I've been at uh, practices for both teams, and uh, I had I got some more notes to share with you guys, uh, like I did last night, but from day two of practice. But there was a couple of other things that kind of went down um, in the football world the last couple of days that we didn't really touch on. Uh, Tom Brady uh, has finally retired uh, and made that announcement on one of his social media platforms, or all of them. I'm not sure which one today. But uh, the longtime New England Patriots quarterback and current Tampa Bay or now former Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback is uh, heading off into the Fox broadcast booth uh, next year where he's got a big fat contract waiting on him. So uh, that's the end of Tom Brady and what was will be the greatest passing, greatest quarterback career uh, of anybody up to this point. So. Uh, and we had a draft pick trade yesterday. Uh, the Denver Broncos traded their first round pick that they acquired from Miami, who acquired from San Francisco, which I think is currently, which is going to be pick 29 in the 2023 NFL draft. That pick's now going to New Orleans, along with a 2024 second round pick. In exchange, the Denver Broncos will get the rights to head coach Sean Payton and a 2024 uh, third-round pick of New Orleans. So we have another draft pick for coach trade. Those, I think it's the sixth or seventh time that's happened uh, in the modern NFL era. And uh, last note before we uh, get back into things, arena football is back. That's right. Uh, the Arena Football League under new ownership uh, will be resuming activities in 2024. So, hey, another football league 
to to look forward to, right? We've got the XFL and the USFL, and now we'll have the Arena Football League back. And uh, I don't know if any of the guys I've watched out here the last couple of days will be playing in the Arena League. Maybe some of them will play in the other leagues at some point because not all of them are going to make it in the NFL, right? So that's that. But let's get to uh, day two of Senior Bowl practice. And this was the first day in full pads. So uh, I kind of wanted to focus on the big guys uh, a little bit today, the offense and defensive line, and uh, get get those one-on-ones in front of me because I didn't really – I watched some, I watched some of it on the uh, practice film uh, yesterday, but you can't really get a full – full scope of it till they, you know, till they full go full pads. So uh, I kind of watched that today. Um, just some, some general notes from the national team. Uh, they got hit hard by injuries uh, yesterday. Uh, Texas running back Roshan Johnson early in practice yesterday broke a bone in his hand and the tough son of a gun uh, finished practice. And, um, but uh, they wouldn't let him go back out there today for uh, I mean I mean yeah you, they should for obvious reasons so but uh, he was replaced on the roster by Texas Tech running back Sir Roderick Thompson uh, that was announced uh, early this morning uh, by me I broke that uh, tweet out there this morning uh, Troy linebacker Carlton Marshall uh, he missed today. Uh, had his, his back started spasming was a report I got um, late in practice yesterday. They kept him out today for precautionary purposes. Uh, the belief is that he'll be back at practice tomorrow. Um, BYU wide receiver Puka Nakua uh, was dressed in sweats today. I did never, never really heard a reason for what kept him out today or may keep him out for the rest of the week. And uh, Ohio State's massive uh, tackle, Dewan Jones, uh, had a minor symptom that they couldn't for sure say was not a, from a concussion. So they precautionarily uh, held him out of practice today. Uh, we'll know more tomorrow about whether he'll be able to continue uh, for the rest of the week. And a uh, player that missed practice yesterday, Malik Cunningham, the quarterback from Louisville, uh, he was back today. Had a stomach bug yesterday, but he was back full go today. Uh, caught a little bit of the uh, running back and linebacker pass pro today before the others kicked off. And uh, Chase Brown struggled, uh, the Illinois running back struggled with that yesterday. But, uh, you know, got, got the better of it, at least one rep today. And Cincinnati linebacker Ivan Pace looked really good Uh blitzing uh in these drills so that, that was my notes from there uh on the running back linebacker pass receiving drills uh what a day for a uh, washington state linebacker Dayon henley i spoke about him yesterday thought he excelled uh in this aspect yesterday and it continued um just tremendous uh ball skills here uh in clean coverage. I mean, nothing that I could look at that I saw and say, Hey, yeah, that was, that was DPI. No, none of that. All clean, all full hand on the ball, no arm on the, the back. Excellent. Excellent for the former Cougar. Um, yeah. I, I think, you know, I mean, 
he's got this his size that if you're looking at it, you know, maybe maybe there's he's a chance to be that linebacker safety hybrid in that mold. Uh something that could uh could be worth monitoring. Um and DeMarvion Overshawn, the Texas linebacker, tremendous athlete. I, no disagreement there, but he is he struggled in, in pass coverage, and he's got a lot lot to figure out about how the actual game of football uh, is played in structure. I think he was allowed a lot of freedom at Texas, and him playing having to play in structure seems to kind of uh, not be his strong suit yet. So we'll see. Uh, he's got one more day of practice in the game on Saturday. We'll see how he uh, see how he continues to better himself. But uh, it's been a it's been a bit of a bit of a struggle for uh, for Overshawn. Uh, now let's get to the big guys, the one on ones, and biggest standout to me for the national team was Chattanooga's uh, McClendon Curtis versatility. Uh, today played left tackle, played right tackle, played left guard, played right guard. Uh, big time strength from the uh, former uh, UTC mock. And I, I, you know, we talked about it. I talked about it coming into the week that the senior bowl in recent years has been a springboard for these FCS offensive linemen to move up in the draft and translate that skill set to the NFL. Uh, we saw it a few years ago, Spencer Brown, you and I, uh, last year, Trevor Penning from Northern Iowa and Cole Strange from Chattanooga. So now we have another Chattanooga offensive lineman with McClendon Curtis and also Cody Mock, uh, North Dakota state has, uh, also showed off his power and adaptability. He was a tackle at, uh, NDSU and, this week, I think you know he measured in with shorter with a shorter arm length, think thirty two inch arms. So probably not going to be a tackle at the NFL level, but uh, he worked out today at guard and at, at both guard spots and center, and handled himself well. Showed that he could uh, could run the pivot in the NFL. And I think there's a lot of people that think that's going to be his best spot uh, at the next level. So Cody Mock, McClendon Curtis, big standouts for me on that uh, national team offensive line. Jalen Duncan uh, took a step back a bit for me today. I thought he, uh, when I watched the tape, he, he looked good uh, in, in the team drills, looked, looked good in the one-on-ones that I saw yesterday, but he kind of struggled a bit today, especially with speed. Uh, Kansas uh, edge rusher Lonnie Phelps got the best of him uh, going around that edge today. Uh, Jalen Duncan, I think he's one of those guys. If he, I think he's his power is there, and if he can get on you, uh, it's lights out. But kind of struggled a little bit with the speed. Uh, yesterday, everyone raved about Wisconsin defensive lineman Keanu Benton, and that uh, continued today. Continued to wreak havoc. Uh, won most of his battles in one on one wreck shop and nine on seven drills. Uh, Keanu Benton's definitely uh, shooting up the boards. Uh, for me and everyone else, I believe, if he wasn't already there. Uh, bounce back day for BYU's Blake Freeland. A uh, bit of a struggle uh, for him yesterday, but uh, looked good today. But uh, Michigan offensive tackle Ryan Hayes continued continued to struggle um, in practice. 
Uh, Michigan center, though, Ola Olatimi, uh, the Virginia transfer, uh, he handled himself well on the interior. A couple other defenders that stood out to me, and I, I don't know, maybe I just never really noticed it on tape, but Louisville Yaya, Louisville's Yaya Diaby, uh, that's a big dude, and he moves quickly on that interior defensive line, and he's fierce, fierce today. Uh, but probably the most unblockable uh, of the interior de- of the defensive line for the national team was uh, Northwestern's Adabaware Adatamiwa. Uh, big day for that guy today. Uh, his stock going up as well. A uh, couple other notes: national team practice. Uh, it was another uh, struggling day for the quarterbacks. Um, Malik Cunningham, he threw a pass behind the receiver. Caillou Blue Kelly from Stanford, the corner, picked it off, ran it back for what a would-be touchdown. Uh, Jake Hayner, um, I thought during the team drills, he moved well in the pocket, uh, climbed, he climbed the pocket well, uh, but that was about it. Uh, his arm strength was lacking, and it stood out today, especially when the wind was cutting, uh, as it tends to do in Mobile. Uh, this time of year, the wind always blows north to south, and those quarterbacks, if you don't have that big arm, you're going to struggle uh, with that wind. And when he was throwing into the wind, uh, it didn't work out on those uh, the, those deep routes. Uh, I guess if I had to say the best quarterback on the national team today was probably BYU's Jaron Hall. He threw a beautiful uh, deep corner route. Uh, with the wind. He had the wind at his back, uh, but a beautiful deep corner route to a Michigan State's uh, wide receiver, Jaden Reed, who's been a standout uh, wide out on that national team. Now on to the American team uh, practice. Uh, Yesterday I noted that uh, Kenny McIntosh went down uh, during the practice, and I thought he was cramping, and that turns out that's exactly what it was. He was back out there today, uh, so good to see him back. Um, Virginia Tech corner Chamari Connor, guy I've been high on uh, throughout the season. Uh, he was working at safety today, uh, so trying to show off his his uh, versatility back there. And uh, Sacramento State safety Marte Mapu. Uh, he was taking reps at linebacker, which I think, based on his size, that might be where he ends up at the NFL level. Uh, maybe he could also be in that kind of hybrid mold. So we'll see. But uh, Mapu, I thought, uh, was hu- his hustle today was tremendous. He was, um, you know, chasing after ball carrier, chasing after, you know, making plays on the ball. Uh, I thought he showed, he showed himself well, like this is not, he's not above his skis down here in mobile this week. Um, Watched a little bit of the running back linebacker uh, pass pro uh, Kentucky's Chris Rodriguez. uh, Great today. Uh, Didn't see a whole lot of other noteworthy things from Rodriguez today, but his pass pro was spot on. Uh, on the flip side of that, Oklahoma's Eric Gray. Uh, I, I charted him in that drill five times, uh, took five reps, took five L's. Uh, could not uh, block the uh, the American team linebackers. And one of those, excuse me, one of those linebackers was Tulane's Dorian Williams, who had a tremendous day 
uh, in, in that drill, just seemingly uh, beat his man almost every single time uh, in the pass pro. Uh, on the offensive-defensive line, one-on-ones for the American team, um, coming into this week, I thought on that team there was one uh, first-round pick, and that was Florida's Os- Osiris Torrance, uh, guard for the Gators, transfer from the Raging Cajuns. Uh, he was one of my highest-rated offensive linemen, if not the highest, my high, if not my highest-rated offensive lineman in this game on my board coming into the week. That's probably not going to change based off what I've seen these first two days. As, as uh, Torrance has continued his dominance uh, this year. Um, continued his dominance uh, at the Senior Bowl. But another guy who was dominant today was uh, Tennessee's Darnell Wright. Uh, eye-opening performance for me, uh, the way he was shutting down these uh, most of these guys uh, with his power. Uh, the only time – I mean, he, I mean, he worked easy uh, on his reps in the one-on-ones. The only time that I saw him have any trouble was with uh, Iowa State's edge. Uh, Will McDonald gave him a little bit of trouble. Uh, Steve Avila. The interior offensive lineman from TCU played a little guard, played some center today, and he drops his anchor well. Uh, he set, he gets set, easy power uh, for the former Horn Frog. Um, Alabama's in, uh, interior defensive line duo, uh, Byron Young and DJ Dale, not a good day. Uh, Young, I thought, had uh, some good reps yesterday. I thought uh, Byron Young had some good reps yesterday, and uh, DJ Dale did not have good reps yesterday, and DJ Dale continued to flounder today. Um, not sure. Um, I'm not sure if I'll have a more than a sixth or seventh round grade on DJ Dale when this process is over. I'll have to go back and watch the tape to see if I'm, I'm what I might have been missing here. I didn't think that highly of him coming in, and it's just been a struggle show. Uh, Iron Torch here, uh, Darnell Wright could shoot himself into the first round. I think that's a very real possibility uh, with the week he's having. Uh, Will McDonald, I, I'm not ready to commit top 20 to him yet, I, but I think he's a, he's a really good player. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely probably second round, if upper to mid-second round, I think, for sure for Will McDonald. Uh, and Iron Torch 20 also says the quarterbacks have been real underwhelming so far. Yeah, that's uh, that's an understatement, my man. Uh, it's it's not been not been a good uh, good couple of days for these quarterbacks. Uh, get back to the one on ones here, though. Uh, Tennessee's Byron Young, the other Byron Young in this game. Uh, he put Wanya Morris, the uh, Offensive tackle from Oklahoma, former Tennessee offensive tackle, as a matter of fact. He put him on skates twice uh, in back-to-back reps there. Watched a little bit of nine-on-seven. Shepard quarterback Tyson Bajant, he had some snap issues again today, uh, as tends to be a case with a lot of these quarterbacks because, hell, most of them haven't taken ever – some of them may have never taken a snap from under center in their life going back to peewee ball, park ball, high school, college, it's all shotgun all the time. And it's just – it becomes downright humorous some days watching these guys 
they've never huddled before in their life. And to see them try to command a huddle or take a snap under center, it's just something you think would be automatic, but it's just really not. Uh, but Bajit, um, he seems to be a leader. Uh, he sh- gets nice command of the huddle. And um, he throws a really good ball. Uh, lots of zip on his ball. He's probably got, like I said, I think he's got the biggest arm of the six quarterbacks here. Um, I just, I don't know that he's reading a defense. I don't know that he's quite got that yet. Uh, he's still kind of trying to adjust D2 to all-star uh, level uh, as far as reading a defense goes. Uh, back-to-back plays in that nine on seven, uh, Kenny McIntosh, he took a big shot. Uh, goes to show you, I think somebody somebody on Twitter said it, uh, the helmet here doesn't matter. Uh, you're all all-star football players. And McIntosh took shots on back-to-back plays from Jackson State linebacker Aubrey Miller Jr. Then the very next play, uh, Marte Mapu uh, laid the wood down on him. Uh, in the full team drills today, uh, Max Duggan, I thought the quarter at TCU, I thought he threw a beautiful ball up the seam to uh, Tank Dale, the wide receiver from Houston, uh, who by all accounts had another good day today. But I think as me and Shane talked about it uh, last night, um, I reserve caution on all these uh, small uh, receivers who show out here at the Senior Bowl because they generally speaking, uh, the corners are much bigger and here and are ill-equipped to handle those little guys. So uh, when they get to the NFL, they'll be facing, you know, normal nickels and stuff like that. So, like I said, proceed with caution uh, before we start endorsing Tank Dale, a top 100 pick. Uh, Tulane running back Tajay Spears continues to make money this week. He's He might be the best overall player uh, maybe not the best overall prospect, but he's been the best overall player, uh, perhaps in the first two days of practice. And uh, if you go look at my write-up, um, I put out earlier today. I, I attached a tweet from at Marcus underscore Mosher. Uh, I saw it live, and Spears had just just he shot through a cannon on this run, and then just accelerated in the open field after a hole opened up from. Uh, Warren McClendon and uh, John Michael Schmitz. McClendon, the tackle from Georgia, and uh, Schmitz, the center from Minnesota. They opened up this huge gaping hole, and Spears just accelerated and then uh, made a move in the open field um, and just went to daylight. I think Spears is going to end up in the late second, uh, early third round uh, range. Yeah, Iron Torch, I, 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 don't, I don't know why – be, it won't happen. It, the, that late round guy stuff, that's going to end after this week. I think it's because people only heard of Tajay Spears after the Cotton Bowl. That was probably their first introduction to him. Uh, the world knows who he is now. I've been saying, I've been touting him since like week three of the season. That was my, that was my first time I watched a game of him, and I'm like, yeah, this guy's a stud. Um, and he immediately moved up my rankings. Uh, I didn't see it live. But apparently my guy from South Carolina, Darius Rush, uh, had another good day today, uh, made a couple of good uh, good reads on passes in the one-on-one drill. Uh, I, I love Rush's length, man. He's got great size, big wingspan. 
Um, I, I'm curious what he's going to run at the combine to see, you know, where ultimately he's going to end up in the draft. But, you know, ultimately I think that um, Rush could be at worst probably a fourth-round pick, I think, but he could sneak his way into that bottom half of uh, round three. So tomorrow uh, I'll be back again. I'll be out, hopefully, I should say hopefully, weather permitting, and uh, I'll be able to attend practice again tomorrow. There is forecasted rain in the area tomorrow. Hopefully it'll hold off long enough for us to be able to watch practice outside. If not, I'm going to do my damnedest to uh, try to get inside the uh, indoor facility over at South Alabama um, to be able to watch the practices uh, from inside there. But regardless, uh, we're, we'll be back again tomorrow night uh, with the podcast. Hopefully Shane will be back with me tomorrow because this is very hard to carry along. And I'm glad all of you are watching tonight. I'm glad following on with me. My voice is kind of going a little bit. So I appreciate you sticking by for this, what will be an abbreviated podcast. And uh, thanks for asking, you know, your comments in the, in, in the comment section. Much appreciated. Uh, but that's going to do it. I think I'm going to wrap it up now. Um, go to draftcountdown.com. I have my three round mock draft up for Monday and my de- my last two uh practice sports up Shane had a his a weigh-in observations went up this morning so go check that out also if you need to see the weigh-in results we also have those um over at draftcountdown.com also uh we asked if you want to keep this discussion up uh, join our discord uh go to draftcountdown.com on the search bar in the uh far right corner it's a link to join the discord and uh, we, we, we'd love to have you there to uh to continue our discussion as we go through the draft uh, be it about the NFL draft, football in general, college football, fantasy, whatever. We'll talk about it all in there. Um, follow me on Twitter at Deep Fried Draft. Follow Shane on Twitter at Shane P. Howell. Follow Draft Countdown on Twitter at Draft Countdown. Go to draftcountdown.com for daily draft coverage between now up to every day up to the NFL draft. We're there for you. Uh, thanks everybody for uh sticking with me tonight solo and uh. Until tomorrow, we'll uh, we'll talk again. Later.